0: Hello and welcome to ConWord. I hope you're doing well and thank you for joining me once again today. In our previous clips, I mentioned GMAT, but I did not really speak much about it. So today we will try to understand a little bit about what is GMAT and should you consider it. So GMAT, which stands for Graduate Management Admission Test, is a global computer adaptive test. Now, we will talk a little bit about what exactly is a computer adaptive test. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about the exam and its importance. GMAT is the most sought after test taken by candidates who want to get admission into graduate management programs, such as MBA in top B schools around the world. So if you're planning to get into schools such as Harvard Business School NCR, Uh, Stanford University, Columbia Business University or uh, Indian School of Business, then you will need to meet several of their admission parameters and one of them is a good GMAT score. Now, I remember taking GMAT in December 2016 and at that point in time it was a 4-hour test but the pattern of the test changed in 2018 and at present GMAT is a 210-minute exam. Now, please keep in mind that the pattern which I am about to describe is something that is being followed currently as of March 2023. But we are expecting another pattern change sometime later this year. But don't worry about that uh, because you can be rest assured that the current test format will also be available through early 2024. Okay, so at present GMAT includes four sections along with two optional eight-minute breaks. Now, which are those four sections? Number one, AWA, also known as Analytical Writing Assessment. Now, this section will be removed once the pattern changes, but at present, it is still a part of the test. Two, IR, also known as Integrated Reasoning. Three, Quant. And four, Verbal. Now, when you take GMAT, the minimum that you can score is 200, and the maximum that you can score is 800. If you reach a score of uh, 760, for example, then you would have done better than 99% of the candidates taking the test. But what is important for you to note over here is that your score will be calculated based on your performance in verbal and quant. AWA is marked separately on a scale of 1 to 6 and so is IR which is marked on a scale of 1 to 8. All right, so let's very quickly understand what are the four sections, uh, or what is it that you have to do in these four sections. In AWA, you will need to analyze a given argument and write an assessment or a critique of it, and you will have 30 minutes to attempt this section. IR includes analysis and interpretation questions such as DI, graphs, tables, etc., And uh, you will have 30 minutes to attempt them and 12 questions in this particular section. Verbal includes reading comprehension passages, critical reasoning, and sentence correction. You will have 36 questions in this section and 65 minutes to attempt them. Finally, Quant. Quant includes problem solving and data sufficiency. And this will have 31 questions with 62 minutes to solve them. Now, when you take GMAT, uh, you receive three choices to select the order of the sections you will attempt. Choice one, you start with AWA, then you move to integrated reasoning, then you take a break, then you move to quant, then you take another break, and you finish with verbal. Choice two, you start with verbal, take a break, move to quant, take another break, and finish with integrated reasoning and AWA. Choice three is where you start with quant, then you take a break, then you move to verbal, then you take another break, and finish with IR and AWA. Now, uh, different choices work for different people because uh, some of the candidates are more comfortable with uh, starting their paper with AWA, some are more comfortable with starting their paper with uh, verbal, while some are more comfortable starting their paper with uh, quant. It really does depend on how good you are with each of these sections and it is usually important to start with your comfort zone. But I would recommend you to try out all the three choices while you are attempting your mocks and see which one suits you the most. And yes, I would also recommend you to take the optional eight-minute breaks as these breaks usually help you to calm down a little or, you know, take a bit of a breather before you continue with your exam. Now, because the pattern hasn't yet changed, I would recommend you to work according to the current pattern, especially if you're planning to take GMAT in the near future. All right, so earlier I mentioned that GMAT is a computer adaptive test, correct? So what does that mean? It means that the difficulty level of the questions is modified real time according to your ability to answer the questions. So the first question that you answer will be of medium level difficulty. If you answer it correctly, then your next question will be a little more difficult. But if you answer it incorrectly, then your next question will be a little easier. This adaptation of question difficulty level continues till the very last question and the level where you finish a section assesses your ability in that particular section. Now, unlike some computer-based tests, according to the current pattern, you cannot return to a previous question. So you need to be very careful while attempting the questions as once you answer a question, that's it. You have to move on. There is no changing a previous answer. Now, if you've heard this for the first time, the computer adaptive test uh, and how it works, you are bound to be a little confused. If you are, don't worry, as it will start getting clearer once you take online mocks. And uh, with GMAT, remember, due to the nature of the test, it is very important to take online mocks rather than offline mocks with pen and paper, like some might want to do for CAT, for instance. Now, before the COVID-19 pandemic, candidates had to go to a GMAT center to attempt the test. But as you know, the pandemic affected almost all factors of our lives and test taking did not escape the wrath of pandemic either. During COVID, GMAC introduced online GMAT exam for those who wish to take the test from their homes. So now you have an option of either going to a GMAT center or taking a test from your home under online supervision. The fee to take GMAT at present is $275 if you are doing so at a GMAT centre. However, if you want to take the online GMAT test at home, the exam fee for you would be $300. If you want to change the centre after scheduling it, or if you want to reschedule the test, you will be charged extra. And if you do not show for the test, well, then you lose uh, the entire GMAT fee. Now, remember, and this is very important, you have the ability to take the test any time during the year. Okay, this is not like CAT or SAT where you uh, have a fixed time where you need to take the test. You can take it at any time, so make sure that you are really confident before you schedule your test. If you are not yet confident then do not book a test as you will only end up wasting your time and your money. So we will end this particular clip here and in the next clip we will continue talking about GMAT and try to figure out when is it a good time for you to attempt the test and also if you need to factor in the change in pattern. I hope you found this clip informative. If you did. Please follow my channel so that you do not miss out on any future episodes. Thank you and take care.